0: podcast is part
1: of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Charlie Parsons for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store and Forged Irish Stout, Frank Smith. I oh know, look at the, the look on your face. You've got, mate,
0: you've got more sponsors than a Formula One car. And you just got asked for a signature by a four-year-old. Scary, mate. They're actually not my sponsors. Oh, they're not your sponsors? Boxing Social sponsors. Uh, were you sponsored by Stone Island?
1: One day that would be nice. How are you, sir? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm very perplexed. I know everyone hates when I uh, bring up the fashion and stuff, but you've got a Prada jacket on, matched with the Jordans. You even had a little knit on your head earlier. I mean, what's going on, Frank? I actually think it looks kind of I, I kind of rate it. The knit.
0: You okay with a knit? Yeah, I'll leave it on. Uh, I've, got, uh, I've got the, the hair thinning in it, so it's either between hair's a hat. The thinning in it? Yeah, hairs thinning in it. Uh, it's either between a hat or there or a bit of a hair transplant treatment, but I can't be doing that right now, can we? We, all have, we haven't all got a hairline like you, Parsons. Well, I am ten years
1: younger, which means I can get away with it, but I'm hoping the hairline is here to stay. Do you want to borrow my hat? Well, I'm bedhead today. It's a bit bedheady. It's a bit mad, isn't it? I don't know what's going on. You
0: need to get someone looking at that,
1: mate. Have a, have a shower and freshen up for later on. Um, I haven't seen you in a minute. How is all? Unbelievable, mate. I'm gonna take my hat off. Uh, no, good, mate.
0: All is good. Had a good week in LA. It was supposed to be a quiet one at the start of it. I thought I'd have a couple of days away with the missus. It was a bit busy, um, but no, it was nice. Nice. Good to be back here in Dublin as well. We had a great, great show here back in May, and to be back here in November
1: again, you know, with a, another huge event. It's great to see. Well, let's talk a little bit about it. Katie Taylor, for the first time in her career, walks first. Um, interesting. Chantelle Cameron's coming in with a bit of a chip on her shoulder. She's annoyed that it's still at 140, that it's in Katie's backyard. Katie will obviously sort of not be fighting for her career because she's still undisputed at lightweight, but certainly got her back up against it for the first time.
0: Yeah, 100%. Look, and... The, yeah, Matt, come on, mate. I know you're trying to... I'm trying to do it politely, Yeah. Yeah. Look, it's a...
1: Uh, what's going on here? Who's that? What is going on? I have no clue what's going on. Who is that? I'm trying to multitask now. I thought it was a food review
0: club geezer. Um, I don't know what the hell that was to be honest. Sorry, so let's go back to important manners. With... Oh it's Katie Taylor. That's what it was. <laughs> Wasn't the guy going down the escalator? No, no, I thought it was the guy going down the escalator with his vest on shouting, but obviously not. Um, Anyway, we were talking about CrossFit. Look, it's an important fight for both of their careers. Katie Taylor, she'll want to avenge that defeat. Chantelle Cameron came to Dublin last time, came to Katie's backyard, you know, for the first show she'd ever done here. All the talk was about Katie Taylor, and she went in there and she delivered a brilliant performance. You know, Chantelle will want to... You know she'll want to set herself up for a huge fight back at back in her hometown after this um, and a massive another massive win against Katie Taylor will do that so the pressure's on for both of them I don't think either of them are looking past Saturday night because they know what a tough fight it is a couple of words on the undercard. yeah look we see Gary Cully in there now actually when we were here in May I always say Gary Cully's walk was one of the best things I've ever seen in terms of all the shows we've done all around the world. That ring walk was unbelievable. And he's, you know, look, he's got a lot of pressure on himself because he was really set up to take that, take the sort of take over Dublin boxing once Katie Taylor retired, whether that's a year from now, two years from now, uh, Gary's in that position to, you know, take that crown. and. Now, we see how much they get behind their boxing here. He can really become a huge star, but the pressure's on, on him now because he's got a tough fight against Reese Mould. He's obviously got to deal with what happened in the last fight, but you know he's got a new training team in, in Joe McAnally, and I think you know, he looks in great shape, and he's going to want to get back in
1: there and, and get back to where he was. Let's talk a little bit about the world of boxing as a whole. We saw December the 23rd, the Day of Reckoning, announced. Uh, Riyadh's season, obviously, first time we see Eddie and Frank up on a press conference table together. All very amicable at the minute, I can't believe just how amicable it is. I suppose that's what you've got to do when the money's there and it gets the business done. Anthony Joshua fights Otto Wallin, Jay Pattaya fights Ellis Oro in a bit of a random one, and Dimitri Pivot, I can't even hear myself think, against Lyndon Arthur. Run through how it all came about and your reaction to it all. Yeah, look, I think
0: it's great to see. Look, we've had a lot of back and forth over the years. Obviously, it's been quite public. Um, But I think anything that can bring the sport together and make big fights happen is going to be great. You know, that's obviously what uh, His Excellency, Turkey al Shak has done. You know, and uh, they want to to bring the biggest possible fights, take out ego, take out, you know, promotional disputes. They just want the biggest fights possible. So, you know, it was uh, great to see... Yeah, look, you know, it's been a, a long time coming to get those two people, those two guys together. It's mad they've never met. Like I say, it's been a lot of back and forth. He's called me fat a few times, but we want to. We all want to grow the sport. And if it makes sense for the fighters and it makes sense for the sport, you know, that's what we're all committed to doing. Um, and I think, you know, you're going to see more, more and more people working together. Um, and you saw that. At that press conference not just with Eddie and Frank but other promoters as well and look it's a massive show and it you know, obviously announced Furiousic now as
1: well for February 17th um, and it's, it's exciting it's great to see. Anthony Joshua faced a bit of criticism off the back of his spat with Jarrell Miller and also the Dev Sani thing what do you make of it? Look Jarrell Miller and him there's obviously that history there um,
0: you know Jarell a very outspoken character and uh, yeah, I think there's always going to be that fire between the two of those guys, Dev Sarni. People read into it a lot, don't they? You know, um, Eddie's been with AJ since day one, since 2012 or 20, you know, 2013. He's done every press conference with him. It's what he's used to. I think people read into it a bit too much, and there's not much to say.
1: Um, obviously linking up with Ben Davisson for this fight. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, look, Ben Davisson's a tremendous trainer. Um. You know, he's he's brilliant, he's done a great job
0: with many fighters, especially Lee Wood, and I think uh, AJ's got a good relationship with him. Um, you know, it was a very short term time, time frame, especially with all the traveling, Saudi, etc. You know, and I, I think it's a good decision and I think it makes a lot of sense.
1: As of now we're aware of some potential international approaches to host Connor Ben versus Chris Eubank Jr. But the goal is still to have the fight in London February fourth on the Stadium if possible. Are you able to shed any light on where you're at with that? Yeah,
0: February 3rd or January 27th in, in Cardiff as well is another option. They were still focused on delivering that. Um, there's constant work going in. I've had multiple calls over the last few days. Still some work to be done, but I'm confident we can get there because it's the biggest fight out there for both of them. Nothing comes close to
1: it. And it, it, the fight really has to happen now.
0: You know, it has to happen now,
1: and I'm confident we'll get it done sooner rather than later with the announcement right obviously only sort of nine to ten weeks away of one of those two dates um how how, how quickly do you want this announced by next week
0: yeah 100 percent 100 i think next week's got to be the focus i think you know look d- d- delivering an event of this magnitude in a stadium with 60 70 thousand people takes a lot of work takes a lot of planning a lot of people to come together to make it happen so you know it's uh, this week's really pivotal and then for an announcement next week
1: Frank Smith, as always, thank you for speaking to us at Boxing Social. I will wrap up now because there's more questions and more stuff that comes out throughout the week. Final message to the viewers? Tune in
0: this week, tune in Saturday night. Unbelievable atmosphere from the three arena, all live on the zone. Don't miss
1: it. Oh, quickly, 23rd, broadcaster, situation, where are we at? There's uh, discussions ongoing, news soon. Um, it's a bit above my pay grade, those conversations. I don't get involved with Parsons. Of course thanks me thank you very much for speaking to- Sports Social Podcast Network